I know I need to size up with you. And when I defang the viper, trust me, ain't gonna come from nowhere. Jeff, I already put you out. I don't even know why you're out here right now. Keep on talking. Hey, 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 do me a favor. Why don't you act like this is an AA meeting and you shut your mouth while I'm sharing with the group? And Mustafa, you out here, a boy among men. And I'm gonna tell you what. You got lucky at the Rumble, so I know you're gonna come out here and run your mouth about how bad you are. But let me give you a little bit of a reality check. You see, Mustafa, you said that my eyes don't lie. Well, your eyes don't lie either, because last week, they were closed real tight when I put your simple ass to sleep. And AJ, hey man, be honest with me. How's our old girl Wendy doing? Yeah, man. Well, Edge said, you know, an hour, 32 seconds, man. You said Ric Flair was an hour, four? Uh, hour and two seconds. Hour and two seconds. Okay, so yep. he just beat him by 30 seconds. So, mm. you know, not bad, man. Not bad. Being the second guy, as we finally got to, uh, the second guy to be the number one entrant and win it all. You know, we had, um, you know, we said Ric Flair at three, and we had... Um, uh, who was the other one? Rey Mysterio at two, but then Shawn Michaels was one, and now we got Edge at the number one entrance. So again, congratulations to Edge. So just like we did on the women's side, for the men's side, when it comes to challengers, obviously we saw Edge on Raw, you know, go and you know go face to face with Drew McIntyre, and that was right right after he you know told Drew like, hey, when I make my decision, you'll know. Sheamus felt a certain type of way about this whole situation and turned on Drew McIntyre. So we had that happen. On NXT, we had uh, Finn Balor and Pete Dunne have their face-to-face, and Edge came out to them and said, Hey, Pete Dunne, you're a lot like me, the good and the bad. Pete Dunne shrugged. He's like, Yep, I would have shrugged <laughs> just like that when I was your age, kid. So that was awesome. <laughs> right, he was like... You know, fuck what you talking about. Right. Man, I don't care who you think you we look similar, man. I'm trying to win this title, man. Get out of here. So that was cool. And then you had him look at Finn and say, Finn, you're on an incredible run. Like your momentum right now is insane. Like, you know, for just just putting him over, shower him, saying you are just operating on a whole nother yes. level and it's special to watch. And I was like, wow, that was cool. And he's like, Yeah, this place, NXT brought the passion back for me. This place made me feel passionate about wrestling again when I was away trying to figure out, you know, my way back into wrestling and getting, yes. you know, the rehab and everything going. I was like, wow. So that was cool. But on his way out, we had Karrion Cross come find him before he left. And Karrion let him know. He said, hey, I just want you to know <laughs> that those two dudes you just talked to in the ring, you know, Pete Dunne and Finn Balor, Neither one of them is going to be champion for very long. I'm going to be champion. I'm going to regain the title. I never lost. So I'm just trying to let you know that. So you have a very interesting choice to make there, sir. And then Karen, or Ed, Edge was basically like, okay, well, what you what you just said right there might make me come back. It might make me come back and have to see what's going on. So I like that. Then there's today. Yeah, the tribal chief. Yeah. Feeling a certain type of way about being made to wait. He said, Paul, like, you know, this guy, he's making me wait. Like, first off, like, he he goes to Raw, and he goes to NXT, 
he goes there and he's talking to them. Second, why am I out here first? Why am I here first sitting here talking about him? Why isn't he here? Paul, get him out here. Get him out here. He goes, he looks to, to Corey and Michael Cole and the, tech, the, the producers. He's like, play Edge's music. Get his pyro going. Let's, let's, let's play all this stuff right now. Like, let's get it going. And they're like, he ain't here, man. Like, Edge ain't here. He went to the tribal chief. He ain't here. They said, he ain't here. He said, why would that man play games with me? Why would you play games with me? Why? You making me wait. Why are you making me do this, guy? Pissed. And you saw Paul Heyman in the back, like, oh shit! Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like he was, <laughs> he was terrified. Oh, yeah. So that was great. He's like, by the end of the night, I'm getting your answer. You got by the end of tonight. Mm. Finally, Ed showed up. Paul Heyman told to Roman Reigns, like, hey, he's here. We got a confirmed official. Con- he, got, I love the way that Paul Heyman is with him. He gets in his ear, gets real close. Yeah. Official confirmation that Edge has arrived at the building. And you got Tribal Chief. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. Like a boss. Just all right. Mm-hmm. So Edge, you know, he gets ready. And like, you know, I got a big decision. Blah, blah, blah. No, Roman's not here. None of this. Play my music. Let's let's get out of here. Let's handle this. Jay Uso, Paul Heyman, they're rolling deep. Jay Uso's kind of like prowling. You know, he's he looking. like a dog. You know, scoping them out, not even looking at them in his eyes, but just kind of like looking down, Damn, like look looking at the radar shoes. You know, he saw the shoes, he saw the look, like, okay, all right, just making sure. Crossed over, you know, in front of him, like this, like weird, like, you know, sidestep, like just kind of like, you know, swooped to the side. I was like, whoa, like this man, <laughs> he's ready for battle, like he's just ready to go. And then. You know, Edge is like, uh, man, I'm really in your head. You brought backup like this. And <laughs> Roman Roman was like, don't worry. I guarantee you that Paul Heyman won't act <laughs> without me saying something. <laughs> I said, Paul Heyman. And then Edge looks at Jay. He's like, see. Right. You know, look at him like, what about, what about him? You know, what about this guy? And Roman's like. Jay, I see you at the bus, you know. And Jay was like, "What? What you talking about?" Paul Heyman grabbed him by the wrist, like, "Let's go, man. Let's go." You know, you heard what he said. So he pulled Jay out. Jay went outside, you know, cool. And then Paul left the ring. You know, they were just face to face, finally having the conversation. And then uh, I don't even remember. It's just like a you know a little bit of back and forth. All I remember is at a certain point, yet yeah, Roman Reigns got caught. Got who's this? Flipped around. Stone Cold Stunner from Kevin Owens. Unfinished business. Edge with the... God (laughs) damn you, KO. Yeah, man. Edge with this look on his face like... "Mm?" (laughs) The Pete Dunn shrug, basically. "Mm?" Drop the microphone. I guess you're going to have to wait. (laughs) I'm going to keep you waiting, Roman. So I love how yeah. Edge is manipulating Roman, you know, saying he's occupying space in his head. You know, he's got, yeah, he's just, keep, he's keeping us close to the chest and he's driving Roman insane. So yes. I love it uh, from Roman. It's cool seeing him get aggravated with this and being like, this is bullshit. You know, I'm the main event. Oh yeah. That's what oh. he said. He said, 
look, all you got to do, I'm going to give you one chance. Acknowledge me. Acknowledge me. And when he started saying that again, I was like, oh, my God. He said, acknowledge me. Acknowledge me as a tribal chief. Acknowledge me as the main event of WrestleMania. Acknowledge me as the true champion. I said, wow, the the choice champion. I said, wow, Roman is just, it's awesome. Every time he does that, I love it. I I don't get tired of it. It's great. Dude, I don't get tired of of a Roman Reigns. I get excited about a Roman Reigns promo now. That's that's insane now. Like, I'm all in. I'm glued like this. Looking at my tribal chief just in all glee. You know how he was saying, like, I'm head of the table. I, I'm the, you know, I'm the best of the best. I'm like, yeah. oh, shit. The main like, event. The main the event. Champion of choice. I want you right. to acknowledge me. Acknowledge me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Earlier, too, he said um, he should be begging me to get on the island of relevancy. You know, like, just, just let him know. He should be begging. I said, wow, man. Like, Roman is... This, this, yeah. he's just he's the momentum. at my feet. <laughs> yeah, he's making me wait. I'm out here first. What's going on here? <laughs> oh man, I was pissed. This dude has love a diva it, complex. <laughs> he does, uh, but I love it though, man. Like, what is this? Yeah, like so, yeah, I'm, man. Yeah, but go, but so so right now, you know, with those three options laid out, you know, for me, it, it's clear, like. From the moment Edge won the Rumble and the way that he won, because I, I had two trains of thought. If Edge lost, I felt like he would turn heel and he'd go against Drew. If he won, I thought, okay, if he's going to stay face, he's going against Roman. That's it. Those are the two choices. And he won, and he won in like heroic fashion, you know, throwing out Seth and then almost getting thrown out by Randy and then flipping around, throwing Randy out. Like, yeah, man, it's, it's just, it makes sense. You take Edge, who's on this like incredible return, like this this yes. hero's heroic heroic return that he has yes. going on, Get and then you got Roman. Heroes welcome, heroes welcome. Yes, and then you got Roman, this monster heel who just screwed Kevin Owens three times, invoking the names of his family, of yes. his kids, of his wife, of his grandfathers, and just destroying him and saying, "Hey, man, look, Kevin, are you see what happens to people that play games with me?" Like, look at Kevin Owens played games with me. And where is he at? He's gone. And you ain't going to see him again. Like, <laughs> you know, like, it's great. I mean, although we did see him again at the end of this episode. Yeah, yeah. But night, right. I didn't think we was going to see him. I thought, like, yep, he's in your back windows. Like, I don't look into the, in the past. I'm like, you damn skippy, <laughs> tribal chief. Moving right along, you move forward. <laughs> oh, man. it's fun. What, That was Sasha, though, that said that, too, right? Like Sasha says something like, "Look, I don't look in the rear view. I look forward." Oh, so yeah, she like yeah. ignored she, Carmella. She, yeah, yeah, she did like a pose, kind of stick out her butt. Like I don't look yeah. in the rear view. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man, it was it was uh, it was great. It was great seeing um, you know seeing them face to face and seeing it. It just kind of further confirmed like, hey, this is what's happening. These yeah. two are going at it. It's going to be Roman Reigns, the Tribal Chief, versus Edge, the Rated R Superstar. And WrestleMania main event, it just makes sense. I do have to admit, before they interact, I was not keen on seeing Roman Reigns going against Drew. I mean, I'm sorry, not Drew. Uh, Edge? Edge. Yeah, because, you know, they have the same 
finisher. Like, we're going to do spear versus spear. I'm like, that doesn't get me out of the bed. You know what I'm saying? And I thought Roman Reigns is on this island of rele relevancy. So I'm like, who's who else he's going to bring? Who else needs that rub? You know, the Roman Reigns rub. So that's why I had, I always, it, for me, it made, it, the picture was more clear for Drew and Edge. You know, even if it mm. was, they wanted to do like a, even if they wanted to flip Drew Hill, because I thought it might work because just the way Edge presented himself on Monday Night Raw, like, man, look what you're doing, man. You come out here and praising me, bro. I'm the one that run the Royal Rumble. I'm here for that, sir. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, you are playing a very dangerous game. I was mm -hmm. like, ooh, ooh, okay. But that and dangerous then, game comment, I think, it was more about Sheamus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I saw that now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, in the yeah. moment, because even Sheamus, they, they kind of, to me, I felt like it was obvious that, you know, he was kind of alluding to Sheamus is going to turn because he even looked at Sheamus and Sheamus was like, why you look at me? Why you turn around and look at me when you said that? <laughs> you know, it's like, you got a problem? Like, what's going on? You know, he's like, you know, you got your hands full here. I'm going to step aside. And I'm just like, ah. Yeah. Oh. And then Drew stepped in front of Sheamus. He went to the rope. I'm like, ah, oh, he's getting bro kicked. Bro <laughs> kick came. I'm like, there we go. Wow. Yeah. Like right there. Yep. And then yep. when I saw... You know, Edge at NXT, him interacting with Finn and Pete Dunne, that was great. He's both giving them the, the Edge rub, too. You know, 100%. putting a little limelight on NXT, having casual fans put uh, having casual fans tune in to see Edge, see what it's all about. But then when he showed up, the Tribal Chief and Tribal Chief and Edge interacting, I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, this, this does make sense. You got Edge, Superface. Opposite of that, it's Tribal Chief. Yeah, that's that is a money match now. I'm yeah, it's I'm, I'm with yep. that. I'm with yeah. And it seems like you know Edge is like the seems like he's being like a locker room leader. You always see him backstage talking to like he was talking to Damian Priest on Monday Night Raw. You see him on Friday night talking with I think Sonya Deville in a little bit uh, talking to Sonya Deville. Who else are we talking to? Giving another rub. It was another wrestler. I don't know. Sonya Deville sticks out, like, but yeah, yeah, like just the whole his his doing this tour. It's like it's giving a lot of people, you know, that rub, putting people over, you know, trying to the NXT one really stood out for me because the whole is NXT a third brand or you know are they developmental? You know, for Edge to show up there and to say NXT is what reignited his passion. Yes, that was oh, like that. okay. You know, and he also said, you know, with World Wrestling Entertainment, you you guys exemplify that second mm -hmm. W, you know, with the wrestling. And I said, oh, he yeah. got it. He got yeah. it. He was like, he got me there. Like, they focus on the E. I was like, yeah. 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 And like, he said, yeah, I never had that, though. He pointed at Finn's title, the NXT. Yeah. Like, I never had that. I was like, Oh man! You're such a tease, Edge. You're such a tease. I wish uh. I could believe it. I I don't. I don't believe him when he when yeah. you know he's in terms of like him picking that that title for real. I feel like he's he's going for the Universal. It's, it's it's just it's so clear to me that Universal, especially with the way Roman was today, like it's just clear as day. Because he Roman he got tricked. Edge. Yeah, that don't, that don't usually happen to the tribal chief. And man, he's going to respond in kind too. I'm yeah, like, they made him look stupid. You know, yeah. like you think I'm stupid? <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, he actually got treated like he was stupid too. Right. So. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be a great build. You know, this has the potential to be one of those like epic, epic, like historic WrestleMania matches mm-hmm. with two people. Much better than the matches we had last year. You know, because last year you had Brock and Goldberg, both of the two title matches. They were really short matches. Um, yeah. You know, not really much to it. And it was nice to see Drew and Braun get their get their championship wins. But this one, I feel like the story going into it could just be so much better. I mean, mm-hmm. the Drew-Brock one from Royal Rumble and, you know, Brock's run, that, that was big too. And, like, who's going to beat Brock Lesnar? But this one is more of like a, wow, Roman Reigns has been the guy. Like the guy and Edge having this return from this injury that seemed to, like it was supposed to end his career, you know, just oh my god, what a what a story they could tell, you know, going into this. So I, I'm I'm really into this. Um, yeah, man. So we have it. We have our two Royal Rumble winners. We have our potential yes. matchups kind of decided yes. both on SmackDown, you know, which that's a lot of love for SmackDown. What the hell is Raw gonna do? Because it just seems kind of, yeah, up in the air right now. I mean, Raw what do you, like, right. What, what do you, what do you see? Just, hmm. Like, if you had <laughs> to make a prediction on Raw, you know, for Drew and for Asuka for their WrestleMania opponents, oh. if it's even them as champion, what, what do you see? Man, I doubt it right now for Asuka. She's like limping to the finish line for WrestleMania. Yeah. I'm not worried about Drew because Drew was pretty much solidified when he beat Goldberg in two and a half minutes. I'm like, okay, he's the face of Raw. I get that now, Vince. Thank yeah. you for confirming that. All right, yeah. so I know he had, but now I just, I don't know his role. Like, who he's going to face? Like, will it be his best friend, Sheamus, or former's best friend now? It just yeah. depends how they can tell that story. But I know we got a couple of pay-per-views before we get there. Elimination Chamber, Elimination Chamber, Fastlane. and we got Fastlane. So they might be able to wrap that up or give us a rubber match. For the WrestleMania, so I don't know, man. It's all I, I don't know. And if it's not Seamus, who? Because so, not Edge. Yeah, no, it's not Edge. It's Bobby not Lashley? Edge. Would it be Bobby? Because that Lashley man is would on be a, cool. Yeah, I'm willing to run that back because what was it? SummerSlam? That was a long time ago. And Bobby Lashley is a different monster right now. He is so he's a different <laughs> monster. Bro, what what the fuck was that on Raw? Like, Dude. bro, he oh was he was. He was in the zone, but he was in like in berserker mode at that point. <laughs> he was just—he took Matt Riddle, Dude. put him in a hurt lock on the ropes, wouldn't let him go. The ref was like, "Call it, call it." MVP was like, "Bro, you're trying to get locked up. Let it's over. It's over." And then he took him out. Bobby Lashley took him out. Took uh, Matt Riddle on the. On the ringside, then put him in the hurt lock again. He was like, MVP was like, Bobby, 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 it's over, it's over, man. Like you won the match, man. You go, like you won the match. He gonna win the case. Dude, man, I was like, he fucked him up. Oh like, my this is, god, this dude, this he he's was on another level right now. He it was funny because he kicked off. Riddle had this video promo on YouTube, like. See this, bro? It's just a taste. Last week, 
I beat not just one, but three members of the Hurt Business, and I earned myself a title opportunity against Sir Bobby Lashley. And you know what, bro? It doesn't matter if you get your three bros, your three buds, because at the end of the day, the only three that's going to matter is the one, two, three, when I beat you for your title, bro. Few moments later. Lashley's not done. Oh, come on now, come on. He despite the pity of MVP, Lashley, he's not finished. Again, the hurt lock. Bobby Lashley has just snapped. Gotten into Lashley, but I'll tell you what, it's the fact that YouTube exclusive. You got him warming up, he's like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, bro. See, Ain't none of that shit gonna work against bro, Bobby bro. Lashley, man. And that's how he was like, <laughs> Roll on the rope. He's like, Yeah, I ran through the gauntlet, through the hurt business, like I got MVP. I got, he was like, I got Cedric, I got Shelton. Now I'm gonna get Bobby. I was like, right. <laughs> and I used that meme from, from SpongeBob moments later. And you just cut to that scene, just him <laughs> tapping, getting knocked out. And what was so fucked up, when they went to commercial and they came back and Riddle was like conscious, he was like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm good, okay, but uh, who, who was I wrestling? Who was I wrestling? I was yeah. like, oh. Concussion protocol. <laughs> You're done, sir. You're yes. no more attempts for the U.S. title. No more attempts just to fight Bobby. He got oh, you. Man. You're done. It is yeah. beneath. It is decided. He this man got. needs to go face Drew. Yes. He. Yeah. Is he the top heel? Is Bobby the top heel on Raw? He's definitely the the. Oof. Yeah, man. You just say yes because he the way how dominant he is and i literally feel like i don't believe anybody right now on raw can beat him except for drew like he's the only person i think believably could take on that's on raw that can beat that can beat him it would be drew it would be drew yes. i could see like when big e and him had that confrontation at the rumble that was like ooh big e standing up to him that's cool but big e's on smackdown you know, and then there's a Braun Strowman, but Braun's on SmackDown too. You know, in terms of just size and being able to do anything with him. Braun is on Raw. Yeah, Braun is on Raw. He's on Raw? Yeah, just look at Wikipedia. It's, been it's right there. so, oh my goodness. It's been, see, this dude, but wait, wasn't he just Universal Champion? Yeah, but then when they had, he got drafted to Raw though. Afterwards? Wow, it feels yeah. like so long ago, man. So they went, okay. That well. was last year, remember? Well, there you go. I think that's that's so. Yeah, right, right. That shows a year ago. Um, so I think Bobby Lashley's a great pick. I feel like you know, I, I, even though Braun's run as champion didn't go well, mm-hmm. I still feel like whenever I see him, I think this is a guy that he's always going to be a contender, and he's always going to be someone who's believable. As as a as a champion and as, at least as a major threat and maybe as a heel, if they start out with him as a heel and they do it right, maybe it works. Especially with a guy like Drew, you know, Drew needs that. He needs the the, the heels that will strike fear in the hearts of that entire locker room. So the two guys right now, 
like you said, Bobby, I think that's a monster pick. I'm more with the Bobby pick than the Braun pick. Because I think yes. Bobby right now is just has so much more momentum than Braun. Braun has zero momentum. Zero. But you you look at him, you see his Instagram, you know, you see like the work he's putting in. I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for Braun. I wanna see them do a proper just championship run for Braun somehow, some way, without the whole swamp fight with Bray and all that <laughs> bullshit. Fortunately, I mean, well, yeah, no, they're not. They're split up because Bray is or Fiend is on SmackDown. So, yeah, so no, you won't get that. So that's the good. The Fiend is on Raw, too. Let's oh, yeah, that's Fiend. right. Jesus yeah. Christ, man. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Fiend is on Raw, too. Wow. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I'm putting everybody. I'm trying to separate. Right, I'm trying man. to separate them. No, sir. Braun is on Raw. Dude. Dude, yeah. yeah. Well, f- well, the Braun one is because he's been away for so long. For I the Fiend, that. I just don't I want Fiend that. and Braun to fight anymore. Yeah. But, yeah, no, they, they have to. Well, they may have to. They may run into each other. Just yeah. uh, I, that's I literally don't see anyone else but Bobby for Drew McIntyre. It, it, that's got to be the WrestleMania. Match. Well, I mean, there's one other thing that could happen that I'm fearing we might be headed down this road. So with Sheamus challenging, uh, um, well, yeah, technically challenging Drew and Drew saying yes, that immediately when he said yes, I, you know, you got your match, I thought of the Miz. I immediately thought of the Miz. I said, "Damn, lurking around." This is the perfect opportunity for the Miz to cash in with. Drew being so emotional over, you know, the thing with Sheamus, I feel like this is probably when he when he was stirred up, I'm like, wow, he I feel like he could get got, but it wouldn't it wouldn't even be Miz pinning Drew. It would be Miz pinning Sheamus. I feel like Sheamus taking the L from Miz is not a shock, especially after what we saw in the handicap match. Oh yeah. With Miz and Morrison ganging up on Sheamus and beating him that way. So they could pull something where Sheamus versus Drew, Sheamus uses heel tactics, Sheamus beats Drew for the title. But then Miz comes out, beats Sheamus for the title, and then Miz is champion. And then you got, you know, Drew and Sheamus and them kind of like feuding and Miz is champion waiting for his opponent at Mania. Like they could pull some shit like that too. So that's another, you know, scenario. But... The one, the match I want to see, because Drew, Drew, I feel like, is the guy. He is the face. He is the top face in the company, period. So to have a WrestleMania without him as the champion, you know, and like, well, I don't know. See, as I'm talking about this, I'm thinking to myself, this might be the moment we've kind of discussed where maybe they redo this for Drew, run it back so that he can win the title in front of a crowd at a mania. So you got Drew walking into Mania not being a WWE champion? As I'm talking about it, I'm just kind of working it out. Like, I'm not sure which way. And I'm just being real. Like, I'm working through this. Yeah, there's so many scenarios. You got potentially Drew walking in and facing a top heel in a Bobby Mm -hmm. Lashley or a Braun Strowman. You also have the potential of, you know, Drew gets screwed, Sheamus wins, but then Miz comes in and gets the pin on Sheamus. Cash or in. another triple threat scenario, and then Miz pins Sheamus. But not, I, I don't see Drew taking the pin and losing the title 
by Miz beating him or pinning him. Unless they have maybe Sheamus, you know, Clay, um, uh, you know, do, you bro, know, his bro kick, bro kick you know, yeah. over and over and over again. And then you got Miz coming out and doing that. Maybe um, there's a lot of different scenarios, so I'm not sure. But I think that the one I get most excited about is a Drew versus Bobby matchup because of the run Bobby's been on. Um, now, with that, though, do you think Bobby double champion at that point like he's because you think him losing the u.s title beforehand or keeping it and becoming potentially a double champion oh man that's a damn good question right there i didn't even think about that uh, i can't even see him losing the title unless he says you i'm going to relinquish it to maybe cedric or mvp within the group yeah you know what i'm saying because i'm going to move on or I, I don't know, man. Or maybe he wants to be doubled. I wouldn't mind that, bro. Yeah. Him being U.S. champion and he beats Drew to be double champion. Like, because right now, if he beats Drew, it will be very believable. Yeah. I'm sorry. And, oh, my God, because he's just a one-man wrecking crew. The way he just, he's being being ungodly built right now. It's it's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's so, he's so strong. He's booked so strong right now that it's just... I don't know. You know, anybody beating him, it would be tough. I mean, you know, they've they've messed around with this whole Riddle situation, but they've made him make Riddle look like he has no business being in the ring with no. him anymore. Like, he just no. doesn't. He That's just doesn't. Show me. Just yeah. when you thought, like, oh, he, he went through the gauntlet. He went through the Hurt Business gauntlet. So I'm thinking, all right, this sets up for Bobby Lashley, Matt Riddle. They're probably going to have, like, a 15-minute bar burner match. This is gonna somehow take Bobby Lashley to the to the limit, but it was it was nothing like that. It was just the same thing. Like, no, sir, you're not. You, you don't have a one up on me. No, Done. you're just not on my level. Period. <laughs> Get it through your head. Yes, you're done. Yes, oh, even man. even before the match, like when he not even before when he went through that gauntlet, he finished and he's celebrating like that. Yeah, Bobby was pissed off. Put him in the hurt lock, ringing him, <laughs> put him, throwing him down, all in his suit, looking clean too. I was like, yeah. oh man, maybe I'm thinking this is a fifty fifty booking. I'm like, ooh, maybe he'll get a shot. Maybe he'll have a fighting chance. But shit, yeah, throw that out the out the door now. Well, now you know we we just said all that, but looking at looking at it, it's, it still feels like even though I'm with you, I feel like. Mm-hmm. This should they've they've made it look like this is done, in a, in a way. But also, if you look at just the classic booking of WWE, anytime you know you have uh, a a you know a match that was set up and they didn't finish the match, they never got started. They're gonna go ahead and try to still do that match. Like there's still a match there that Riddle is owed, right? How <laughs> how would you feel? About them doing that match and Riddle staying competitive or even Riddle winning. Like, because this match, as much as I agree with you, like, I feel like, man, I'm ranting, ranting, sir. I'm ranting because now you're going to now you now. Do I look stupid? Do do, do I look stupid? (laughs) You think I'm stupid? WWE writers, you think I'm stupid. 
<laughs> you dude, know? dude, this is that would be Seth Rollins, Brock Lesnar all over again. Yes, like all over again. He gets destroyed. He's F five on a stretcher. He comes back and beats Brock Lesnar at the pay per view. What? What happened? Huh? How? 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 Explain. Matt Riddle forgot who he was facing when he got destroyed by Bobby. He didn't know he was wrestling. He was like, yeah, I'm okay, but what happened? Who, who was I wrestling? Sir! <laughs> Dude, you're not old a match then, sir. If you, can't, if you can't remember who he was wrestling just a few minutes ago, you're not old a match. I'm sorry. Oh, man. I just think they love Matt Riddle. And they do, I can see... But- just give, traditional give, booking. Give that match didn't else. ever. It didn't start. The match never started, and they booked the match. So they got to give the people a match between those two, and with everything that that no. Bobby has done to him. No, no. they're just gonna I, bury Matt Riddle like no. that. Like I'm, I'm sorry, you, I don't know. That's man. that's how that's how you book, sir. Okay, yeah. so this this how I looked at it. You went toe to toe with Sheamus in two bouts. You took yep. him to the. You took him bell to bell. Yep. Very competitive match. But when it came to Bobby, Bobby's on operating a whole nother fucking level, sir. Whole nother fucking level. He just told you, you need to take a step back. Go back to fighting someone on your level man. like Sheamus. That's why Bobby needs to be fighting Drew, man. It's 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 yeah. line up. It's line up. You you your logic is sound. And like I said, I'm with you. I'm with you. I feel like it should just I don't I don't have any desire. To see Bobby versus Matt Riddle, I don't, I don't need to see it anymore. I don't. It's over. Like yes. to me, it's done. Hell, he I destroyed. like a good beating, like everybody else. But you know, <laughs> I don't need to see, see that again. I know I've, I've seen, seen this movie. Beat. Right? I've seen Lana get nine times uh, to the table, bro. Times. You know what I'm saying? Enough is enough. At a certain yes. point, it's like, all right, I'm good. <laughs> Sir, you got your ass whooped handsomely. Just. Two times already. I don't need to see a rubber match. Okay, yes, the second match. Okay, it was an unfinished, but sir, it you was tied up in the hurt lock. He knocked. Yeah, it was against the ropes, but you got caught in the hurt lock. He he hit him so hard he knocked the memory of the match out of his brain. <laughs> the match he just had got knocked from his memory banks. He did not know who he was fighting, where he was fighting. Nothing, like you said, it just. My man took a huge ass hit of a bone <laughs> and forgot where the fuck he was. Yeah, man, nah, that the hit he took was from Bobby Lashley. <laughs> That's all it took. That, that was way more potent than any bone hit yes. he could ever had. <laughs> the TSC levels were off the chart with that shit. <laughs> He's like, damn. Damn. Like, what the fuck was that? Like, <laughs> that shit. It's Bobby Lashley, sir. <laughs> Putting you in the hurt lock. <laughs> That's all it was. Oh, shit. That man woke Can't up. Can't fuck with that like, no more. Get that shit away from me. Yeah, I'm, I'm good, but, you know, yeah, who, who was I facing? Who was I wrestling? I'm like, I was, I was dying laughing. I was like, this... We're done. We're done. There's, there's no more. Cha- when yeah, that's all that, we're done. Oh, yeah. We're done. No, I, I got no desire. But it's WWE, man. It's Vince. He's going to come back with a Watch. This week on Raw, this week, the rematch. Bobby Lashley versus Matt Riddle. It's going to happen. It, it, it needs to be the same thing. Another beating. 
another <laughs> beating. Like Clean. Right Clean on. ass beating. <laughs> no more attempts, sir. I gave you three. <laughs> I gave you three. Three chances. And you struck out each. Just man. You struck bad. Struck oh, out bad, too. Ugly oh, strikes. Just swinging. Like swinging <laughs> for the fences. <laughs> Shit. You're not wrong, man. You're not wrong. You're right. You're right. Oh. On this one, you are right. I, I, I'm just throwing it out there because I, I, it's, it's Vince, it's WWE booking, it's WWE writers. They've yeah. given us bullshit like this before, so it's definitely. I'm preparing myself for that, and I'm preparing you for that. I'm trying to help you out because when you see it happen on Raw, you know. Ugh. But it's like you're right, you guys. This is like I never seen Bobby being booked like this before this is yeah. the best way this is the best he ever been booked man yeah you know what i'm saying even better than this tna run too mm-hmm. he is dominating man and yeah. in, in just in crazy fashion this is yeah. this is not unfair look what he what happened when the the hurt the hurt business like cedric and shelton couldn't get along they was in the six-man tag <laughs> and usually what's the form usually you see the faces they take advantage of that and they have Matt Riddle. You think Matt Riddle would get his dub, but nope. He shut that shit down. Nope. He He's like, I've had enough of this. Down, sir. You two in the back. I got this. You, Grandman Elite, come here. Get in the hurt lock. I'm about to ravage He's you. Saying. You about to tap out. I'm not letting go yet because I'm having too much fun. <laughs> Grandma Lincoln said, I've seen this move before. He tried to tap before he got him locked in it. He got oh, in position. Yeah. He's like, oh, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. I'm not. Nope. Bobby's like, nope. Nope. I'm You're not, not getting that easy. <laughs> hey, I'm not satisfied yet. <laughs> Shit. I tried. Yes. Help. Help. Dude, like, what more do we need to see? Riddle yeah. had help, and he still can't get the job done, sir. He, it was a distraction. Oh, like, man. the Hurt Business was falling apart. And, damn it, Bobby Lashley t- still took care of that, man. I'm, still, I'm sorry. There still. is no other story but you right. Bobby but the win. You're right. You're right. You're right. I don't want to see it. no bullshit talking 100%. about, oh, man, he, 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 oh, he has the upper hand. Oh, Matt Riddle, he might just win. No, no. I don't want to see that. Well, we're going to see, man. We're going to see. <laughs> I, I'm with you. You're right. I just hope Vince understands that too. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Man, but come on, Vince. Come on. Just you know it's Black History Month. Do the right? right thing, man. Yeah. Right, right. You did kick <laughs> it off right because that was that happened on February first. And man, <laughs> ancestors were the ancestors was all right there powering up Bobby back. That man could he could let it go. That man was in Gohan mode. I feel it flipping. I thought he was about to hit MVP with the yeah, shit. Yeah, I thought he was going to take MVP like, out. Bobby. Bobby? <laughs> I never seen that before. Right. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. It was oh, funny commentary, because yeah. commentary, you know, I think, what was it? Not Michael Cole. It was, uh, uh, it was, it was, it wasn't Joe. It was Tom who brought it up. Okay. Like, Man, what was going on with Bobby? And 
MVP fashion, he skipped over that. Like, man, what was up with Bunny's hair, man? He was all over. He needs a new cut, man. He needs to talk to this barber because he wasn't trying to talk oh, about my God. <laughs> he wasn't trying to get Bobby locked up or nothing like that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man, it was awesome. Uh, it was awesome, yeah. and, and also too, real quick, we're getting we're getting close to the end of this recap here. But uh, Bad Bunny, you know what you think of uh, Bad Bunny's interaction, you know, and, and him <laughs> getting involved with the Miz, and you know the whole thing uh, with Damian Priest. Uh, performance, it was cool. Okay, Booker T, I could do that too. Yeah, right. <laughs> I could do that for the payday, man. Just, you know Can you dig it, sucker? <laughs> yeah. It was cool. I thought he would do a little bit more because I saw the video. I'm like, is Booker T going to dance like he did before? Just yeah. Stiff-ass dancing and shit. He did it at the end. At the very end when it was over, then he started dancing. I was like, yeah. oh, you could have done that earlier. You could have did that right. <laughs> but I like, you know, I, I'll tell you this. I was impressed by Bad Bunny when he did that suicide off the rope because mm-hmm. not on, not only that he all right he jumped off that was cool but he sold it like he mm-hmm. sold the ribs he was holding his ribs I'm like oh yeah that's cool yeah you know what I'm saying because when you saw Snoop Dogg you know he did the frog splash <laughs> call it what it is but he wasn't selling he was just all happy like hey I did it you gotta bring I did it high five high five fives. <laughs> It's funny because they basically did the exact same thing, and yeah. it looked better with Bad Buddy. It totally Bad Buddy, he's just like, all right, I'm about he to tried. do it, and then I'm gonna sell my ribs too. Yep. Like ah, ah, I'm like, yep. okay, cool. Yeah, it's the start. I will allow it. <laughs> yeah, it was good. I was nervous because Bad Bunny's foot slipped, you know. So it I was did, like, "Oh did. man, like, you know, this could have gone real wrong real quick, <laughs> and it would have been over with." <laughs> like, yeah. Just Bad Bunny botches immediately and falls. Like, ah, uh, <laughs> that's over. So I was glad he didn't. So I was glad he was okay. Like you said, he sold it awesome. And then um, him on Miss TV and you know Miz and Morrison trying to sell him on. Hey, well first. They apologized, but they were expecting to apologize back. And like, hey, do you got anything you want to say to us? And he said, uh, nope. And they're like, wait, what? And they're like, okay, okay, okay. Well, how about this? You know, we, you know, we got a music. We we do some 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 uh, some hip hop, some rap stuff. And then Morrison starts rapping, you know, and doing his thing, singing, rapping, whatever he was doing. Then he mixed in Spanish too. And you know, Bad Money's listening. He's like, yeah, it's cool. It's just. I'm just not interested. He's like, not interested. And it's like, what? Not interested. Hold on, hold on. You're not apologizing. You're not interested. Do you know where the hell you're at? Like talking all this shit. And and Bad, and he was getting pissed, getting loud. And Bad Bunny's like, whoa, whoa, guys, hold on, calm down, relax. The reason why I came on Miss TV is because a buddy of mine wanted to be on Miss TV. And then out came Damian Priest. And they're like, oh hell no. So that's the setup. Okay. Damian Priest had the match. It was a it was it against Morrison or the Miz? Now I'm trying to remember. I think it was against Morrison. I think it was in Morrison. Yeah. So he had the match. Um, and then, you know, Bad Bunny on the outside, he used the the microphone and he hit no, I feel like he hit Morrison in the face. Whatever. No, he, he hits he hit Miz in the Miz? face. With it. Okay, hit yeah. Miz in the fame, face with the and microphone. That distracted Morrison. Morrison. And then Damian Priest went and got the finish, got the pin. So yeah, man, it was it was it was great seeing Bad Bunny interacting like that. 
um, doing the, the the interview with Miz. Just he's a, he's a big wrestling fan. It's awesome. The performance, you know, I thought it was cool. You know, it's one of those situations where I wish I knew I understood Spanish fluently because you know hearing that and not knowing the language like that, it's like there's a little bit of a disconnect. But I had a lot of respect for it, and I know the megastar that Bad Bunny is, the audience he's drawing. So it's like, yeah, oh, man, yeah, like. Yeah. Just, just have because people that I know that don't watch wrestling, they were like, "Wait, Bad Bunny's gonna be on Royal Rumble? Oh my god!" And they want to check it out. I'm like, "Cool, yeah. If that brings more eyeballs, they, they did their job. They did the right thing." So, yeah. shouts out to Peter because he said he had no idea. He thought, <clears throat> excuse me, he thought it was Bad Bunny from Doctor Phil. That Bad Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Bro, I was in tears when I saw that comment. I was wow. like, well, you know, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Okay. Okay. Catch yeah, me man. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man, it was cool. It was cool having Bad Bunny there. It's one of those, like, celebrity moments that I feel like, yeah. you know, it, it didn't take away from you know, the wrestling actually added to it, and he's getting, you know, having fun and, and, and truly a fan. So it was really cool, just uh, everything he did. And he I could see more happening. I could see there being like, you know, if Miz doesn't follow through and get the title and have all that going on, maybe there's some kind of like tag matchup where Bad Bunny is tagging up with Damian Priest Damian against Priest. Miz Morrison. That might happen because, uh, like, like I said, man, he's tr- actually training at the PC Center too. Who is? So, Bad Bunny. Oh, wow. He's training at the okay. Performance Center. Yeah, that was on a wow. Bleacher Report I saw. Okay. I was like, oh, that's cool. He's, he's taking it real serious, man. So I then, yeah, that. he's going to, yeah. 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 So that's He'd be at okay. WrestleMania. I can see him at right. WrestleMania. All right. So, um, yeah, man. I mean, that pretty much concludes, you know, the Royal Rumble recap. But let's get so- into some of these Q&A questions, man. Yeah. Like, the streets. A new segment. The streets. call it the streets. The streets are talking. It is decided. <laughs> I had two. I had. I was split between two names. I shot it to you. You was like, "I'm good with either." I was like, "Damn it, her face is supposed to help me out." I mean, they're both cool, man. I'm like, yeah. yeah. I decided the streets are talking. I think the streets perfect. are talking. I was gonna. Yes. I was gonna say that one, but I'm like, I don't want to. Like, I could do either one, but I lean toward that one. So that's oh, good. Okay. All right. Cool, yeah. Cool. So we on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. 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 <laughs> So, yeah, man, we got a couple of few questions out there from from our listeners. You know, shout out to the, uh, Kadrian. He gave us a few of them and Half K as well. So, Half K is more on the NXT side. So, I'll save that for the NXT portion. But, Kadrian, he actually put up thoughts for the WrestleMania. Uh, Kaylee Ray versus Bailey, WrestleMania. Interesting, because we were, just, we were talking about that earlier on. About uh, Kaylee Ray posting, you know, she was celebrating uh, 352 days, was it, uh, as champion? I, I just had it on up on uh, Instagram, too. Let me see. It was... Oh, man, of course, it's not going to pop up right away. Because <laughs> I, I had it the whole time. And then my phone went to sleep. Oh. Uh, let's see. Here it is. Here it is. 524 days yeah so much longer so 524 days longest reigning wwe women's champion in the last 35 years on uh, way to 10,170 days but so, some stacks and facts to it 
Hey, and, and you were saying that on Twitter they were going back and forth and beefing. You know, yes. Bailey obviously had her historic title reign and combined days too. You know, it's ridiculous as well. Um, but yeah, just her and Kaylee Ray. Um, those two at WrestleMania would be awesome. I feel mm-hmm. like Kaylee Ray getting that spotlight at WrestleMania would be amazing. She has done so much great work that I think has been not talked about enough. Um, I feel like I'm guilty of that as well. You know, and I was saying, like, for me, I'm trying to get back into NXT UK um, even more so. Um, I actually did a thing recently where I started from the episode where Walter and Ilya Dragunov uh, had their match. So I watched that episode, and I'm starting a binge of all the NXT UKs from there on to try to catch up. So that's that's my plan right now. Um, but Kaylee Ray, she's just been such a dominant champion and just such a uh, uh, she's a fighting champion. She's she, gosh, she was champion. You know, Tony Storm was there. Rhea Ripley was making her transition. You know, there's a uh, Piper Niven, you know, so many people yep. that's there. That's like, you know, it, it, it's just it's just been remarkable to see the work that she's done. And I'm looking forward to seeing more of it as I do this this uh, kind of binge with NXT UK. But yeah, her and then Bailey. Oh my God, Bailey with just the character she has right now, that charismatic heel character. I love that in her entrance now she says "Ding dong" and then the pyro <laughs> goes off right on cue. And I'm like, oh man, this is so like everything she does is just perfect. Yes. So I love it. Um, do I think it would actually happen? Do I think Vince would say, "Hey, this is what I want. I want Kaylee Ray at WrestleMania." Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. I feel like Triple H would really have to push hard for that because Triple H oh, definitely yeah. knows all about you know yeah. Kaylee Ray. Like that's NXT UK and NXT. Those are his, those are his babies. So yeah. you know he would WrestleMania. That's Vince McMahon's that's Vince. baby right that's there. Vince. You know what I'm saying? Casual fan. You know yeah. pay per view. So yeah, yeah. I probably have to. I would have to say I don't see that match happening because of Vince McMahon. At the end of the day, if Triple H was running, then I'll probably be like, there's a high percentage I can see this yeah. match happen. Yeah. You know, you would have to put if if you want it to work, let's just say let's just say if we're gonna get this potential match. If it was gonna work, if you want people to buy in, I think WWE can pull it off because they're good at putting promo packages together. If you wanna get a feel for who Kaylee Re- Kaylee uh Ray is, they'll put this promo package together. Oh, make it badass. It'll probably be three, four minutes, but it'll be enough for you to get a feel like what type of champion she is to go against, you know, your longest reigning women SmackDown champion, Bailey. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it, it'll probably have like a classic wrestling match, man. You know, I oh, can yeah. see that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But like, like I said, man, like uh, high real world chance, I probably put it at 10%. You know, because Vince, is, this is Vince McMahon, baby, man. Nobody yeah. touches WrestleMania. Nobody. Yeah. You got to think casual fans. He wants, you know, just people get new fans in, people who don't really watch wrestling but know WrestleMania. You know, it, it's the the one that would we could see probably more so would be like a SummerSlam. You know, yeah. that's the WrestleMania for the hardcore fans. You know, on the flip side, though, WrestleMania, two-day event, but it's still it's more for the casual fans, and Kaylee Ray isn't. One of those household names at the moment, even with yeah. this historic title reign, she's more of a, you know, you got to be a hardcore fan, you know, and really watch like all wrestling to really know who she is and really appreciate this. So it would be cool 
you know, to do it from a from a fan perspective. Like I would love to see it, but yeah, yeah I'm I'm with Devin. I think the chances. I, I might even go less than 10%, honestly, you know, just because I, yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. Just from the Twitter page alone, like, I go to Kylie, Kylie Ray's page. It's like she got 72,000 followers. I go to yeah. Bailey. She's over 1 million. Yeah. So it's, it's like, a big discrepancy of that how. That tells you. Yeah. Right, right. You know, you know, people knowing her, Bailey compared to Kylie Ray. So, uh, yeah, man, I, I'm going I'm to follow in line with you, man. Yep. 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 Let's go to the next question. Next question is by Jacob Grandi. Who was your favorite and least favorite entrance in either Royal Rumble? I'll start with myself. Okay. I would say my favorite, be on the woman's side, be Victoria. I was literally shocked by that. Mm-hmm. You know, just seeing her, she looked good. She looked great. Like she even, I even lost a step in wrestling too. So I don't know if she's been doing some local promotions or anything like that. Like that. I haven't been following her, but. It was great to see her, you know, seeing her rub rub elbows with, with the women of, of today and tomorrow, man, for the future of the women's division. Mm-hmm. And my least favorite, it would be on the men's, it would be Hurricane Hems. Felt like a waste. Yeah. yeah. You know, because I already seen him before. Like, it's it's not surprised when he shows up anymore. Yeah. You know. Great, great point. Great point. Yeah. Um, let's see. On the women's side, my favorite, gosh. I think Rhea Ripley, honestly, because even though I picked Rhea Ripley, I wasn't sure that for, they were going to really pull the trigger on Rhea Ripley being there. And when she showed up, I was I, I marked out. I marked out I, the entrance, everything. I'm like, oh, yes. You're like, this is I'm here for this. And even though she didn't win, I'm still happy that she was there and she she got a lot of eliminations, the most eliminations in this Royal Rumble. So that was cool. Um, my least favorite on the women's side. Um, I don't know. I think. um I hate to pick on Tamina, but she's always like the least like memorable person typically in these things. Yeah. I'm like, at this point, what are we doing? Like, are we just it feels like that spot could go to somebody else. I would rather just them pick another person from NXT and put them in that spot because I just don't believe that they're gonna do anything with Tamina. So why even put her in that spot? Why even put her in the match? I wouldn't. I wouldn't believe it until she would be paired up with the tribal chief faction, the bloodline. That would make so she would much be sense. Instant, exactly. Yes, exactly, man. It's irrelevant, right there. Right there, exactly. Yep. Oh, she might get this title now. Yep, makes yep. perfect sense. But until then, it's like, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it's not really even so much about her; it's just the way she's being used. That yeah. I'm like, well, why even put her there? Because you're not you're not really using her the right way anyway. So it just seems like a wasted spot, you know. So it'd be cool, like you said, if she joins up with the the, the bloodline. Oh man, total one eighty right there. That would be perfect. It just makes so much sense. And I'm even mad now. You bringing that up is actually pissing me off that it hasn't happened. Like she when she first when uh, the Usos first showed up, wasn't she with them? Yeah. Like when they, they, yeah, when they first yeah when they came the up first, she, first it was three time. of them yeah. yep yeah it was three of them so With the super baby face yeah it's super oh, young it but yeah it was sense. them it was Tamina and the Usos yeah man let her be on you know in the bloodline and then start going at the women in the in the division like hey. You know, I need you all to just acknowledge my bloodline, acknowledge yeah. my family. I'm tired of the disrespect, you know, and I'm I'm putting like like fighting for my family now. So this isn't a joke. Yeah. All you guys laughing at me doing all this like that is dead now. It's yeah, over with. Yeah, exactly. 
So, I, I would yeah. say this too, man. Shout out to Jove on the hard camera because he put this idea out here because he thought, and I was with this too. Like I thought maybe since Naomi's part of Raw, maybe she can be part of the Hurt Faction, you know, mm. and get that rub. And I'm like, man, that would be badass if she was. But when he's like, what? Why not the the bloodline? Because she is the wife of Jimmy. Uso. She's in the family. She's in the family. She needs to be. I'm like, bro, that will. I'll, I'll rock with that. Mm-hmm. Her be part of the family. She instantly just be at the, you know, at the top now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It would only make sense. Yeah. Get that faction together. Yeah, man. Family. We call it the family. <laughs> <laughs> um, on the men's side, for me, I think uh, favorite entrant. You know, it's it's kind of easy to pick Christian. You know, Christian just showing up. That that really was just such a feel good yeah. moment to see him in the matchup. So it's kind of like the easy pick. Um, you know, I might shock you with this one though too. I think right up there with Christian, honestly. You know, Damian Priest showing up and having the showing that he had. That's not that was shocking. like, yeah. Well, it's just, in terms shocking. of like one of my favorite moments, favorite entrance in in Royal Rumble, him being there when he showed up because we actually talked about him yeah. being like this time. After he lost to Karrion Cross, like, all right, put him in the Rumble, you know, have him go to, to Raw, done, you know, like, make yeah. it make it happen. I think and that so, was my prediction that I think when Joey asked us, like, who do you that see was. being surprised, like, I can see Damian Priest show up. You brought it up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would I would put him right up there. Like, he just had a great showing, so I would say Damian Priest and Christian. But Christian would be the, the number one for sure. Least favorite, I mean, you said it already, Hurricane Helms. I just seeing him, I'm like... All right, you know, we've done this so many times, and it was 30 seconds. Like, why, why, why at this point? Like, you know, the Jillian Hall one on the on the SmackDown side, that one, it, it kind of felt fresh and new, and, like, we hadn't it seen is. her in forever. You know, you were even like, who is this person, you know? So right. it made you go back. Google and, her. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh. But at least that, you know, it's like you got something out of that where it made you yeah. go down a trip down memory lane. Exactly. Or at least, you know, so that was cool. But with Hurricane, it's like, I'm – yeah. We actually just saw him at AEW. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We just we saw him. He was part of that whole thing. Like, cool, that's fun. But yep. I don't know. It, it it wasn't it wasn't like he I don't want to say this like, oh, he should never show up again, but out of all of them, he was my least favorite. Mm. Yeah. All right. I got a great follow up question since we were kind of focusing on Damian Priest. This was on Facebook by our boy Paris McRae. He said, how far will your boy, a.k.a. Damian, arrow guy, Priest go? <laughs> World champ level? Ooh. Ooh. Let's, mm-hmm. let's, let's slow down. Let's slow down, man. <laughs> I'm giving the guy props. Now we're going to go to world champion. Paris, man, what you doing? Um, <laughs> honestly, though, honestly, though, you know, I say this and I joke and I say slow down. But you know what? I feel like Damian Priest has the size, the look, the, the you know, they put him in with Bad Bunny. They put him on a celebrity right off the bat. And it felt right. You know, with him being in that kind of spotlight in a celebrity matchup with someone like that. And that says a lot that they're trusting him to help push this story and and help Bad Bunny along. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if in the next two years we're talking about Damian Priest in some kind of title match. You know, whether he wins or not, I'm not sure. 
But I could see, and, and when I say title match, I mean WWE yeah. Universal. I think before that, I could see Intercontinental and see U.S. Title. title. Yeah. Okay. Like within okay. the next year. I'm about to say, man, within two years? like Yeah, no. In, okay. Within okay. the next year, I could okay. see him being IC champion, you know, whatever, tag team champion, all those belts. But, but main but event picture, though. Main event, two years, two years, fighting for the WWE Championship, the Universal Championship. I could see it. I could see it. I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked. It could be faster than that, too. But if uh, I'm yeah, putting I him on that. Faster. Yeah. For the WWE title and Universal? I mean, I know he's up there in age, so I, I get that and, side and, of yeah, it, I too. Think it was 35, but, 36, I think. Which actually is not even that that bad, you know, in terms of, uh, like, because Finn Balor's yeah, like Finn Balor's 38, 39. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, Damian being 35, I could, I, I feel like, take your time. Don't don't do what they did on NXT right off the bat where he beats Keith Lee. No, like no, like not yet. But I do see, you know, IC or US championship. Like, would mm. I be mad if he went against Big E and beat Big E, you know, at SummerSlam? No, I wouldn't be mad. I really wouldn't. You know, would I be mad if he went and, you know, somebody got the, well, he's not beat Bobby Lashley, but somebody else, you know, like. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> he's not beat Bobby Lashley. Hell no. Nah. That kind of would piss me off if he beat Bobby Lashley. But, like, <laughs> you know, if he beat anybody else, you know, a Matt Riddle, you know, and he beats him for the United States, that would make total sense. You know, if he beats Matt Riddle, I would be like, yeah, of course. Um, but main, like, WWE Championship, Universal Championship, I would say, Two years. I could see him being in the Royal Rumble again and being one of the, like, final three or four next year. You know, and having a good run again. Um, But I I would say, yeah, probably two years. I'd put it at two years. Hmm. Man, you said you said next year. You said so. So Royal Rumble next year. You will make an early prediction and pick him to win the Royal Rumble. Cause that's what you sounded like. Shit. <laughs> Hell no, I didn't. What, 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 what did I say? What, what words did I say? You I can said, see him. I, man, I can see him next year being champion. Next, a year from now, it would be Royal Rumble time. Well, I'll, I'll say this. It will be within, I can see it within done within 18 months. 18 months. Year and a half. Not two years. Year and a half, I can see him least being. being it's a six-month difference. That's That's. That's that's yeah. really close. You basically might as well just say two years. Hell no. Nah. Six months is <laughs> six months, sir. We playing prizes right? What are you trying to not to go over? <laughs> <laughs> but I can I can actually see it be done within eighteen months, man. I, for some reason, I have a feeling that this man really likes him. Like just mm-hmm. some, like you said, you make strong points. He's paired up with a celebrity instantly already. You know what I'm saying? Him. Backstage, they're talking, you know, uh, they're talking backstage, which was great. I'm like, cool, I'm looking at yeah. that. He came out the rumble. I like that a lot. He he got Bobby Lashley out. Mm-hmm. He eliminated Bobby Lashley. I'm like, ooh, that's a strong elimination. I pay attention to the small stuff too, man. So I got like, you know what? 18 months sound like a good timeline for this dude. 18 months. Would you be okay with Damian Priest versus Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania, this WrestleMania, for the United States Championship. No. Really? No. no. I think no, no, no. I would, actually. Would you? I think I would. Ah. Because when you just said that, when you said he threw out Bobby Lashley, I'm thinking about it. Well, I'm that's like, true, yeah. You know what? 
that's another yeah. way they could go. That's that's yeah. another storyline coming out of the Rumble. Doors box like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You did that. You Shit. did that. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I was and like, God damn it, Hafiz. Look, size wise, you know, like Damian Priest is a big dude. You know, he's got a an offensive repertoire well, that well, well, he's, Bobby hasn't he's, seen he's yet. He's lengthy and tall. Yeah. Okay, let's let's not say he's not big. He, he has well, more of a lean. But he's got power muscle. moves too, though. I I know what you're saying. He's not yeah. like like Bobby Lashley's cut like Brock Lesnar. You know, yes. he's like one of those guys. Yeah, I understand. But that's something that like Keith Lee when Keith Lee went against you know Damian Priest later on. You know, not that first time that bullshit loss, but later on it felt like okay, him, Dominic, Keith Lee, like they're all. It made sense. That they were all able to do their power moves against each other. So, yeah. I, I, I just, I feel like I could see it coming off of Royal Rumble. Uh, so, they'll have a, a story together for WrestleMania, Damian Priest? No, no. I, I'm saying, okay, so, so this is all hypothetical. Like, there's so many options out there right now. Mm. I think the main option for, for Damian Priest seems to be this whole thing with Bad Bunny. You know, in the Miz and Morrison, that's the most logical story. Yeah. Now, if I'm throwing, you know, if I'm making a whiteboard and I'm saying, okay, let's focus on Damian Priest for a second. What are all the possibilities for Damian Priest coming off of his debut? I'm definitely putting the one I just said with the celebrities, with the, the celebrity <laughs> and Miz and Morrison. But I'm also putting, hey, tossed out Bobby Lashley so we could revisit that. You know, we could have the match and then maybe after Mania revisit that with Bobby and 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 Damien. Or we if let's say we don't do, you know, Bad Bunny and, and Damien Priest, let's say Bad Bunny does something on his own, you know, or with somebody else. And we say, hey, we need somebody for Bobby because he's not going to go against Drew. Who can Bobby face? Hey, remember that guy that threw him out of the rumble? <laughs> Bobby's got unfinished business. Go ahead and handle that, Bobby. Or can you? Because this guy's making his debut. Vince likes him. Like, that will be another one I put on, on the on the whiteboard. So, all right. So let's let's leave with that, sir. Let's let's leave with that match that you just put on the whiteboard. Mm-hmm. So who goes over on that whiteboard? <laughs> <laughs> you open Pandora's box now. You didn't crack that bitch open. <laughs> Ah oh, man, you know I must. It's not going to shock you anymore, though. But I think Damian Priest. God damn it! I think Damian Priest. He's making his debut. You know, and this is coming off of just years and years of watching wrestling. Yeah. yeah. When somebody, you know, you're trying to put them over when they just started. You know, they just making their debut. You want them to to debut strong. So if you do put him against Bobby in the WWE format. I think Damian Priest beats, if they're fighting a mania, I think Damian Priest beats Bobby Lashley. I just feel like that's like the whole like, hey, this guy has been dominant, this dominant heel for so long. He's been, you know, the boogeyman for the division. Who's going to be the guy? Here comes Arrow Guy, the, the hero to save us from big bad Bobby Lashley. And, you know, they have the matchup and Damian Priest finds a way. Wins the matchup, and then that's kind of like the storybook ending that WWE would do for the casual fans. I'm saying, if this were SummerSlam, Bobby Lashley is beating him. If it's WrestleMania, I think Damian Priest goes over. That's just the logic. What would I? What, I gotta separate me personally from 
you know, what I think the booking would probably do for a WrestleMania. Right. Like, that seems like the WrestleMania ending. Roman Reigns beat Drew McIntyre when he was rusty and Drew McIntyre had just destroyed Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins. He ended the shield. So, and they went in that match and me and you both were like, no. no. Roman Reigns does not win this match. It's Drew McIntyre that well, should win. Well, we said... You know what? We expect Roman to win, but it should be yeah. like a competitive match. And it yeah. wasn't. The no. match went like 10 minutes, and it took one spear to beat Drew. <laughs> and I was like, really? Yeah. No kick out? No, just one spear. That's it. It's for the casual fans. They, they just see, hey, Roman Reigns is the name guy. He's the one that's on the Today Show. He's the one that the kids are you know, having the T-shirts and rooting for. We got to have that guy, you know, go over the, the, the big villain character. Like, it's very vanilla, like, basic booking when it comes to WrestleMania. They don't, they don't overthink that stuff, man. They just go straight for, like, all right, let's give him the good guy wins and beats the bad guy and go with that. So, yeah, in that situation, Bobby Lashley better watch out. If he's going against somebody like a, like a Damian Priest or someone like that, like a, like a, like a really so Damian Priest is because he's making his debut and like you said I think Vince likes him I agree with that Um, but also too if he's going against a really like a a baby face that is like a true true baby face holy shit like I would fear for Bobby but if he's going into a competitive matchup into Wrestlemania then I could see Bobby you know potentially winning like if it's a Drew McIntyre for the title it's kind of 50-50 it's yeah, kind of 50-50 because Drew's is. been champion for a while. Hell yeah. So, yeah, it wouldn't hurt Drew to lose and, you know, but I don't know. Yeah. And this is all whiteboard. This is all yeah. whiteboard. These yeah. are all just the ideas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, last question on the World Rumble. And I think this is a good one right here. This is from Christian Brown. He's actually one of our newest members in the Clark Street Wrestling community. He came over from the Talk Rope Wrestling Talk Ooh. community as well. So welcome, shout out welcome. to them. Yes, yes, welcome. And this is what he put. Gonna apologize as this might be a little long. Okay, so I saw a video from <laughs> I appreciate Culture that. <laughs> where they suggested the problem with WWE isn't bad booking or storyline writing, but actually... With the men's roster, nobody feels special. Let me hit see more. It all just feels like one giant mid-card as opposed to a tiered system where you can tell the top stars from the mid-carders from the jobbers. What are your thoughts on that assessment? Mm. I'll go to you, sir. Mm. I like this question. Okay, so basically that we don't have, like back in the day where you would have... uh, We could use that. Yeah, Attitude Era with the, the clear, you know, the, the Undertaker, Stone Cold, you know, guys like that. And later on, The Rock and Triple H, you know, and then you had later uh, the mid-card of, say, like, you know, I'm just jumping Elo around Brown, generations a Val little bit. Venus. Val Venus. Or even, you know, flash forward a little bit to, you know, Jericho, you know, yeah. early on when oh. he first started. You know, um, you know, Eddie Guerrero, like they kind of like those those were like the Intercontinental United States Championship guys, you know, and then you had like Brock Lesnar got skyrocketed, you know, (laughs) (laughs) just like, boom, you know, to the moon Um, right now 
there not being a, a separation between the, the divisions or between, like, say, mid-card and the top tier. <sighs> See, I don't. I didn't really think about it like that until this question was just posed. Like, is that a problem? Is that part of the problem? Um, I still want to say it's booking, it's writing, versus mm-hmm. there not being a tier system. Because anytime, like, for instance, this Roman Reigns, Jey Uso story, you know, that they did to start off the heel turn for Roman... Yeah, was awesome, and that like I don't think anybody's complaining about like you're not even thinking about the tier system with that. You're thinking like, hey, this is why I love wrestling because they get me invested in these storylines, you know. So when it's well written, I'm just all in, regardless of Jey Uso. Should he even be like he's a tag team wrestler going against Roman, who's like you know the the Rock, you know the Stone Cold, the Undertaker of this generation, like, and he's going against a, a Jey Uso who's like a you know, a Val Venus or someone who you would never really think of as ever have been a, a, a ch- like a main champion like that, you know, um, even a tag wrestler, like split up a tag team, you know, from back in the day and say, oh, you know, we're going to have Devon Dudley go against Stone Cold Steve Austin for the title. What? When? How? What? You know what I'm saying? Like, no way. <laughs> no way you would you think that would even work, right? You know, uh, one, one half of one of the greatest tag teams of all time. Is he going to go have a chance against Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, Triple H, <laughs> Undertaker? Man, get out of here. That ain't happening. But lo and behold, you know, you tell a story. You have the family connection, you know, and Jay is just so charismatic on his own, yes. too, that it just it just works because it's a good storyline. So, yeah, man, I mean, I, I, I hear what he's saying. I think that the tier system... Um, it's it's it it's nice to have that in wrestling um, so that because the whole thing about making stars, we talk about that a lot on the show, like yeah. are the WWE still making stars? Do they still know how to make stars? That's a great that that's a great part of this question, too. I think yeah. that's kind of leaning towards what he's saying. Like, mm-hmm. do we have anyone special on these rosters? You know, you know, agree to disagree, because I feel like the more that we talk to other people about Drew the more light gets shined to me that not everybody is as bought in as Drew as we are. Yeah. You know, we see him as think, epic Drew McIntyre. I think but... Joey Casada kind of just opened my eyes how other people view Drew. Like, right. he had no love. He was like, I don't get it. His size is cool, but other than that, it's blah. Doesn't do it for him, right. Yep, and then shout out to JD. When we had her on the show, she was like, his promos is blah. And mm-hmm. I and I went out, and she kind of opened my eyes like, you know what? I can see that as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I, because I do see certain people standing out on Raw, you know, I think it's it's probably a bad example on Raw because it's really just Drew McIntyre for me and then everybody yeah. else is kind of like, you know, kind of not, Raw's not hitting at all. You know, You've got, um, I mean, Bobby Lashley, we talked about, like, he, potential superstar in the making, um, yeah. if they book that right. But then he's holding the United States Championship, which is which is traditionally mid-card. So, you know, there's that. Everyone underneath Drew does seem like mid-card right now. Like, being being real about it. I, Braun Strowman. I'll take it another step, bro. I think, actually, everybody under Roman is mid-card. He's the top star. 
There's mm-hmm. like if we if I was to apply the tiered system to today's roster, there's only one clear main star, and that's Roman, the tribal chief. Everybody else falls into that mid card. Then everybody's the same. Every because I don't see a true superstar out of that. And when I say superstar, that people will recognize, you know, on the streets, casual casual fans, like in, you know, like in the Attitude Era, man. That's what that's when it was at at its height. You had Rock, you had Stone Cold, you know, you had, you know, uh, WCW, you had when you had, you know, uh, Nitro. You you can recognize those stars from over there. It's like, here, it's it's very different, man. People will recognize Roman because he rubbed shoulders with The Rock, you know, in that movie. And now he, he kind of used that to use the, have, those eyes that focus on him and bring him to to SmackDown because now they're doing better rating, better ratings than Raw. Like they're destroying, yeah. they're doubling viewers. You know, I think Monday Night Raw is like around one million, but yet you see SmackDown they're doing two, and that's and I think that's so focused because of the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns, man. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I believe, and I and I think this is a real good this is a real good question. And I believe if I was to apply that tiered system, it, I think he, you, you, I think he has a point because I see Roman as a true superstar. Everybody else is is number two. Everybody else is number two. So, but would you see everybody else's? Everybody else's mid card. Mid card, yeah. So even like, Drew is mid card. Mid card, yeah. See, like, I don't. That's not, where I don't agree with it. What? Okay. What? What Drew is and then, right and now, then by the way, I, I, Randy I'll Orton say, too. We're not mentioning him. Like, yeah, but I, I would say I would say this: what Drew is right now, his star level, I can compare that to Rock and Stone Cold when they was mid cars fighting over the IC belt. Would you not agree? No. Really? No. Really? I would agree. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I would put him over what they were when they were fighting over the IC belt. Yeah, this feels like more so the beginning of, see, it's kind of a unique run because this is face run. I'm thinking about when when Stone Cold was first, when he beat Shawn Michaels at that WrestleMania for the title and he went at that first run. Drew, unfortunately, doesn't have a lot of elements that, that Stone Cold had because, you know, you had... Stone Cold versus the boss, and you know it's just, it's, and the crowd was hot. Like there's so much going on, but with yeah. Drew, like it just feels like I can't, I can't put this run on the same level as like an IC run. Like IC runs just aren't, as much as I love mid card uh, titles, I don't see the 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 story. Like Drew just feels like this run is bigger than that for me. You know, in my mind, in my mind, I just see it as like when Drew won that title, they made him the man. Period. And as big as Roman is, because I don't disagree, I think as a face value recognition-wise, he's the guy. But I feel like the company right now is positioning Drew to be the guy, even over Roman, because Roman's a heel. I think that's the way I'm seeing it. I understand, you know, like, you know, Roman's name, Roman being with the Rock, you know, being in the same family as the Rock and all that. That makes sense. But, you know, there's something to... You know, when you're a heel, as as much as we love heels, that baby face is still like that person they're trying to make like the face of the company. 
and Drew is up here. Drew beating Goldberg, they that tells us like, hey, Drew is that guy for them for for WWE that they're establishing as the new main face of WWE. Roman as a heel, you know, is like I could care less face or heel. Roman is a superstar. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just going to throw that out, throw out the, for me personally. Um, but I, I can't put when, when, you know, Rock and Triple H and all of them were fighting over the IC belt, they weren't being positioned as, they were not the faces of the company at that time. Drew is on a higher pedestal than they were at that time. They were kind of getting to where Drew is at in terms of like, hey, the company's going to trust us to take over for, you know, the Undertakers and all these other guys when they're gone. But they weren't there yet. So what story sticks out to you for Drew Run, for his title run? What story? It's not about the story. It's about the fact that last WrestleMania, who was the guy at the end? It was Drew. Drew won the title. Drew beat Brock Lesnar. In six minutes, the another guy who's a superstar in this in this generation in this era, like you talk about guys who you know big names that people will recognize. Brock Lesnar won the UFC Heavyweight Championship, and I know a ton of people that don't care anything about wrestling that know that name Brock Lesnar. You know, like he's super recognizable, and they had Drew go over him, and they had Drew just go over Goldberg, like. Drew is clearly being positioned as that guy. Like, this WrestleMania, we'll see because now we got Edge, you know, in there. Another major name who's come back. You know, like, I just feel like it's clear. I have so much respect for the fact that whether people like him or not, the company has decided, hey, we're putting, we're cashing our chips and we're putting it all on Drew. And, you know, he's the main event. He's getting the TV time. He's doing the spots wherever they can they can get him. They did that, um, you know, they did that special recently. Drew was on it, you know, on the WWE Network. Like, yeah. he's the spokesperson. You know, he's going to be doing Make-A-Wish. Like, he's going to be on the Today Show. Like, on ESPN, he's going to be there promoting WrestleMania. Like, it's, 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 Drew is on that tier. You know, he totally is, and that's just how I see Drew. now. So he's that generational, once-in-a-lifetime talent? Like, I can, so you you put that, like, Rock, Stone Cold, hell, even Cena, and now I believe Roman is, is, is getting up there. So you see Drew coming to that level? I think we're talking about two different things. I don't, I don't think there's anyone, period, like Rock and Austin, period. There's no one in the company that's like them, Roman mm-hmm. included. That, that's not even fair to Roman. You know, he's not on that level. He's, he's just not. Whenever I see clips of Rock and Stone Cold, I'm like, there's nobody that exists that's like these guys, period. But I think that's a different question than the tier system and having stars, you know, and like having those guys like, you know, those um, those those top tier guys who you can say, like hey, this is the tier. face of the company. Yeah. Like this is the face of the company. This is the main guy. And like, let's say let's put together the heavyweight division. Who are the guys that are like in that uh, universal championship picture and in the, you know, you know, WWE championship picture that 
are ba basically when you're fighting for that belt, you're vying for the opportunity to be the face of the company. You know, Braun had his turn and failed. He did, you know, but that was a guy that they gave that opportunity to. And in that time where he tried and failed, Drew has still been champion. So I feel like Drew is being pushed into that top tier with the Roman Reigns. You know, so those two guys right now, I feel like, you know, I hear a hey, Roman tribal chief. That's your guy. I understand. And hey, I'm a big fan, too. But I can't knock the fact that I see the push for Drew. And for me, I'm enjoying it. I feel like he's doing a great job. You know, he's not everybody's cup of tea, and I respect that, and everyone can have their own opinion, but I do see Drew. Now, we're talking about two guys. So, to say, hey, like, okay, now, is there is there more separation here versus just, you know, Drew and, and Roman? Just for sake of argument, let's say you agree and say, hey, let's just say those two guys, right? Then what about everybody else? Is it just one big mid-card beyond that? You know, I think it just depends on who you like and who you who you don't really like. Do you have that respect for Seth Rollins to say, hey, this is another guy that they made the face of Raw? You know, like, yeah, he was the face of Raw for an extended period of time. Yeah. Then he, you know, he had the heel like turn. Just a, but it feels like he's just cooled off a bit. Like, usually you don't see that. You didn't see that with, you know, as there was building stars for mm -hmm. Rock or Cena or Triple H. Like, once they got there... They, it was never like, oh man, now they're back to like mid card. Like you see with Kevin Owens, he got there and what happened? He went back to mid card. You see Seth, he got there at one point in, in his career and then he kind of floated back down to mid card going for the IC title now. You know what I'm saying? So, Is he going for the IC title now? No, no, I'm talking about before in his first, like after, you know, when he was the, when he was a face, he was going, when he was on mm -hmm. that rebuild reconquer and yeah you know what i'm okay. saying right. he always had his run but then he went back up for the wwe championship though yeah he went that. back up he beat Brock. now we now but now he's like he's gonna be a strong number two on smackdown i mean that we we gotta see how they book him you know yeah. I, I just there's a lot of ways you can look at this question and I, that's why i think it's such a great question because it depends on who you talk to and what your perspective yeah, yeah. is i think overall for me the way i look at the tears is that if you are, do I realistically see you fighting for the WWE Championship or the Universal Championship and, you know, it being something that I get excited for, right? That's kind of how I look at, at the tiers versus mid-card I see as being defined by Intercontinental U.S. Championship, right? right? Those divisions, like let's just call them divisions, right? So for me, you know, if you look at, I wish I just had the roster in front of me, but let's just take... You know, on the Raw side, you know, you definitely, you got Drew, right? He's the champion. And then after that, contenders, I mean, you know, hate him or not. I mean, you've got guys like The Fiend. You know, you've got, <laughs> you do. You've got Braun, you know, who's in there. You've got Randy Orton. And these are not the most, you know, there was issues with all of their stories recently. But yeah. the tier is there. You know, so and and the issue that I think it is there is more about the booking and the stories than there not being a tier. I think there is a tier system actually. I think they do have a separation. I just think they they book and write shitty. It's just what it is. Braun looks like a guy that in you know fifteen years ago, Braun Strowman I think would have been 
just what exactly what Vince wanted. Big Show had a, an awesome run, you know, and Big Show is a guy that I would put in kind of a top tier, probably like at the very bottom of the top tier. But he's in that top tier, you know, and he's had his moments against Brock Lesnar, against all these guys, right? Yeah. Yep. So, and he's a name, he's a face, he's got the Netflix show, the big show, you know, like he's he's that guy. Braun could have been like him, but he's not because of the booking, because of the writing, because they have Seth Rollins kicking out of splashes, you know, in title matches, you know, and <laughs> doing stupid, unrealistic booking. Like, I think they just killed his momentum, you know, in swamp matches with, with Bray Wyatt, you know, like, it's shit like that. It's not so much the tiers, because he's, he's clearly a top-tier, like, WWE champion material, universal champion material, potential face of the franchise material, but the booking sucks. So, yeah. yeah. It just I, depends know, on I, how you I, define it. I think it's a, maybe it's a little bit of both, you know, booking and just not having you know a a proper tier system too and then you this is what happens when you don't when you just kind of treat everybody the same then and i think when when it all comes down to it i i, I believe it's just a mix of both story but i don't like, think so so just to challenge that a little bit i don't think right. it's the wwe treating them the same because look at the rock stone the the, the two that i always think of is rock and stone cold when we say this yeah. right it wasn't them just saying, hey, Rock and Stone Cold, you guys are like it. They they made that happen. Like those guys just like, hey, this is my time. And both of them around the same time were like, I'm I'm doing this my way. Damn your script. I'm you know, there's no scripts. There's me going out there speaking what's in my heart and just being themselves. And like, I feel like it's 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 not. That's where I kind of challenge the whole tier system thing because they just kind of stand out and told great stories. You know, they because, just told epic stories. Mankind, would, okay, would you consider now, Mankind you guess, yeah. like one of those top tier guys? Like Mick Foley, Mankind? No. You So you thought he was mid-card? I thought he was mid-card. Yeah, see, I, I, do, I, I don't. I thought he was mid-card. Yeah. And that's why that's even, that's just we, def, we yeah, just define it differently. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought it was Nick. Right? Yeah, what you think? Yeah. I had to think about that too when I when I was looking at him at that time, going against you know Undertaker, even going against Kane, even when he went against The Rock, I, I thought he always around mid card, and it wasn't until he started doing a whole Sako that he started breaking, and he's and then he finally hit mm-hmm. you know main event. You know, he started putting on the shirt, putting on the tie. When he was just mankind, you know, with the whole brown suit and, you know, the mask. And he had the whole, you know, uh, little wrist thing for the mandible claw. wasn't a Sako. I thought that was, that's mid-card mankind. And then he changed it up a bit, became main-card mankind. When he did the rock and sock connection and all of that. Okay. Another question too, and we're we're getting close to to the end where we should definitely cap this. But um, <laughs> another one too. This is a great question because it, it, it just is. kind of it it starts up discussion. Um, Eddie Guerrero, mid card or top tier? Top tier. He was mid card. He was, but he got he got up to being that main event star. He, he started but, being. The, when it, it what it helped what helped out was when they started when they did the brand. 
uh, divisions when mm-hmm. he was just a SmackDown and, and, you know, now you had your Raw. And that really helped and that catapult Eddie Guerrero into being that main event status, man. Because I, I believe if it was just one just giant brand, just yeah. when it was just about being Raw and SmackDown, maybe he just would have, you know, floated around. I don't think he would have had those opportunities that now he had. They never did the brand split. So Eddie Guerrero is top tier, was mid-card, which obviously, I mean, everybody at one point is mid-card. It's just what it is. But then he elevated the top tier. Like, what was was the moment that made him go to top tier for you? Hmm. Because I agree, but I'm just trying to track uh, track something here. I'm trying to think about the one match that... That like okay yeah he he has arrived. It wasn't was it? I don't know what I don't want to. It's not the Dominic story. Was it? <laughs> I, I, I don't know, man. It's it's Dominic. Who's your daddy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that, sh- that shit came out of nowhere for me, man. I was intrigued by it, and yeah. and it, and it, when you look at it, it wasn't a. Did he have the belt at the time? The Dominic story, yeah. And now are you talking? You're talking about in WCW. Or are we talking about WWE? WWE. Okay. I got. I don't. I got to look. Think so. I don't think he had the belt at that time. So. So here's the thing. So for me, with with Eddie Guerrero, I feel like for one, you know, the um, when he became Latino Heat and he had the, you know, the low rider and he was being himself yeah. and like just the charisma just kind of oozed off the screen with just how much fun he was having. He was must see TV. And I was just like, man, like, OK, Eddie China. is doing something. China, Go ahead. when he paired himself up with China, that's okay. when he, that's when he kind of broke out. OK, when him and China. Back, I, now it's, it's all coming back to me now. It was China. That's when he started getting on this catapult, throwing yeah. these rings, calling him Mama Sita, the whole attendance heat. When as soon as you said Lieutenant Heat, it, all, yeah. it, all, it, it clicked and jogged my memory. It was it was the whole China thing. Now I, I'll say I'll say this though, you know, even with me saying like, hey, you know, around that time, I feel like he, I could see it, I could see it happening. I don't think WWE had him in that top tier though. At that point, I think the top tier happened when he beat Brock and became champion. I think that was like the solidifying, like, hey, now you're champion. And even then, I think it took until like, you know, WrestleMania and that moment, you know, him, like, I think he beat uh, Kurt Angle, you know, at that WrestleMania. Yeah. And you're just like, okay, you know, Eddie just won, you know, won a championship match at WrestleMania, ended the show, confetti you know falling down and it's just like wow we're in a whole new era of wrestling the smaller guys are now becoming the main guys he's still not the rock he's still not stone cold but Eddie Guerrero he's something special right so for me I guess where I'm getting at is 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 this that Eddie Guerrero for a lot of people I think you know for the majority of his career was a mid-card wrestler you know and mid-card being that he was a guy that fought for those like intercontinental U.S. titles. You know, he was in tag teams and, yep. you know, he was kind of one of those guys. But, you know, for it depends on the person. Some people, they they base their entire love of wrestling off of Eddie Guerrero. 
So I think it's kind of a subjective thing to say, like, who's top tier and who's mid card and all of this. Because for me, McFoley, like when he won the championship over, I think it was The Rock and, you know, became champion. And there was this big thing and all the wrestlers got in the ring and were hoisting him up. I'm just like, man, like. Mick Foley, you know, like he did it, like he made it, you know, and then he had a series of matches with The Rock, and I just feel like he's an icon, like he became an iconic guy, you know, that you could be a hardcore wrestler, you know, you could not have, you know, ripped abs and all that kind of stuff, but you could still tell an amazing freaking story and be like a main event player, you know, and and that that's kind of how I define it. Find that top tier versus versus mid card. With mid card, it's like okay, intercontinental U.S. championship, and you're on that verge of going to that next level and fighting for the WWE championship and fighting for the Universal Championship. You know, if I can't I realistically, that, I, I think I'm just basing it on when I was a kid and when I saw Rock and. Stone Cold going in, I thought that was one of the best stories. I, I didn't, oh, you know absolutely. what I'm saying? Yeah. It was like, man, yeah. this should be a main, this should be a main event story. They was at a mid-card telling main event stories. That's why I felt like, that's why I but said. But they were still mid-card though. They were still mid-card though, but. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was, but still, it was more eyes on that product too, if anything too. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, it was a different era, more eyes was on your product. That's why I felt like, you know, that's why I'm comparing Drew. His 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 star power is being on the same star power when Stone Cold. And I just think that's a bad comparison because you're talking. You about, have more eyes on the product. That's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. using like, you know, it's not the same. It's they was pulling fours and fives in ratings, man. Now yeah. they're pulling ones, not even twos on Raw. But that's all of that. That's that's wrestling now, unfortunately. Yeah, you know, that's like that's, that's not that's not any one of their faults. It's not like you put the belt on Drew and all of a sudden everybody's like, oh, my God, you know, like we all want to tune in. It's going to take time. It's going to take work. It's going to take continuous like people being able to trust WWE to tell good stories. You know, if you're booking shitty every other Raw or every, you know, SmackDown's a lot better now. But the problem with Raw for a lot of it was like, shit, there I don't I don't this three hours and a lot of it's bullshit. You know, so to get new viewers, it's like as soon as someone tunes in, they're going to give it maybe a minute or so. And if it's shitty, they're going to turn the channel and be like, no, man, I don't want to see this. So I think there's just that level of trust that they haven't built up with crowds, with audiences to say, hey, when I tune in WWE, I know I'm getting a certain quality of story that I'm going to want to invest in and stick with. For a lot of us that are hardcore wrestling fans we stick in for the long haul. We stick in through the good, the bad, and the ugly. It don't matter, you yes. know. And they got us. That's we're the we're that one, right? But now it's like you got a lot of people fading off because you're like, you know what? I'm sick of saying this, seeing the same old bullshit over and over again. So, and that all this isn't on Drew, you know. For Drew, I I I consider him a top tier talent in the sense of right now he's essentially the face of the company. That's how I see him. Is he a guy that has the like he's the immediate... face of the company? Or he's just one of the faces. He's I think he's I think he's the face of the company right now. I think he's the face. I think Above Ro- Roman? Uh, the trouble? Yeah. They Whoa, 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 whoa. 
Whoa. Roman Reigns. Look, the look, 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 look. I hear you. We talked about this. What the fuck? I just said he's the face of the company. He beat Goldberg. He, this is Vince's guy now. Roman, as a heel, is a little bit different. You know, when you have a heel, a top heel character, yes, he's a top tier guy, but you're really marketing Drew like you want him to be that guy. Like you want him to be the face of the company. You can look, man, it's all good. It's all mm. good. That's your mm. guy. I understand it. You have your opinion. I love Drew. I, I love have my Drew. opinion. I'm but. just saying. I'm just saying. Roman. It's like, all right. If I, if I wanted to get somebody into wrestling, I'm yeah. going to show them a tribal chief match and show them the match he had with Jay Uso because the storytelling is impeccable. That is main event storytelling right there, mm-hmm. and I can get a casual fan to buy in that. Now with Drew, it's going to be a hit or miss. It's going to be a hit or miss because of what we had, the conversation we had, Joey Casada and JD. They opened my eyes to say, to tell me that not everybody's is not bought in on Drew. I'm not saying people are bought in. I'm saying that basically what I'm saying is Vince and the WWE has, they are saying with what they're doing right now, with the way they're booking Drew, they're saying he's the guy. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that. You know, Drew McIntyre matches are going to be the matches that changes a person's life. And he says, hey, I'm going to start watching wrestling, you know, today. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that the way he's being booked, you again, you beat Brock at WrestleMania. You main evented. You beat Goldberg just now. You're on the road to WrestleMania. You know, you went against Randy, which Randy is one of those top tier guys that they're trying to use to put Drew over. Randy was champion for a week. They put the belt right back on Drew after he had that that one on one with Roman. Like the way that they're pushing Drew, the way that they're marketing Drew, it's like he's the new face of the company from day one. They said that guy is the chosen one. He's the chosen one. Nah, he's the the company. WWE, if they were to say, hey, we're going to make all of this one show right now, and we're going to put one guy up and say, hey, this is the main face of the company. It's right. Look, as a heel. No, it's 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 Drew McIntyre. Tribal chief. No, no, not at all. I think that Roman Reigns is the, how do I say this? It's like with Roman being a heel, it's harder to say like he's the face of our company. Like he's he's not gonna be the face of the company as a heel in this way. He's just he's just not. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's you're doing gonna commercials use... still for like for you know for the do- what was it for the cancers and all that. He still does it even though he's a heel. We were just talking about that when Bruce brought that up about you know keeping kayfabe and yeah. you brought that up, sir. So no, he's I still love, being look, I don't the care. face of the company of. <laughs> Of you know doing what's right, but he's playing yeah. a different like he is the face. The tribal chief is the face. When this WrestleMania, he had the suit on announcing about the the future WrestleManias. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It wasn't Drew. Was it Drew? No. Look, it was the tribal chief, sir. Look, the tribal chief is your favorite guy right now, and he's the favorite of many. Look, if you ask me. Who am, do I get more excited about seeing? If you're asking me personally, who yeah. I get more excited about seeing on on Raw or SmackDown or in WWE right now, it's going to be Roman, right? I'm not telling you. Don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying I prefer Drew McIntyre to Roman Reigns. I'm not picking Drew McIntyre over Roman Reigns in terms of 
who I prefer to watch. What I'm telling you is the way that they're pushing Drew, they're pushing him as the face of the company. They're pushing right. him like they want him to be the guy, the right. man, the main like baby face, the main like next John Cena, the next baby face Hulk Hogan. Like they want him to be that guy. With Roman, it's a little bit different because now he's on the heel path. So it's a little bit more, I don't know, it's just a different thing now for Roman. For Drew, they're pushing him like he's that baby face character who's going to be that face to represent WWE. It's harder, you know, the kayfabe thing, like like we talked about before, I don't personally, I would love seeing the behind the scenes. So for me, like, Roman could be a heel on TV and... I could still be like, yeah, when I hear him on a podcast, he doesn't have to keep going with that. He could give us the real scoop. I saw a podcast recently where he was like, this is the reason why I turned heel. Like, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, he's talking about that. And I love hearing that. That's cool. But, like, what I'm talking about more so is who are they pushing to be that, like, overall I hate to put it in like really simple terms, but like that positive, that representative or whatever, like it's harder for a, for a heel. Like Triple H was never that guy, right? He was never that guy. Even when Triple H was, when Roman, when Rock and Stone Cold were gone, you know, like there was no one left. There was no one left, but Triple H still wasn't that guy. You know, they kept bringing people in to be like that guy. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, and, and the way I look at it right now is because when you have a, a, a heel, you know, main, like that's your, your, your biggest name, uh, uh, wrestler, it's just, there's something about it. Even though I love it, I also know, like, they really want to find that baby face. They want to find that good character to be the face of the company, you know? So, don't hear what I'm not saying. Don't hear that I'm saying... Drew McIntyre is better than your tribal chief. Your tribal chief is still that I'm dude. Not, I'm not here. I hear. <laughs> I totally hear what you're saying. You just yeah. saying that you see Drew as the face, the top, the top face. That they're of pushing WWE. him. They're trying to tell us that Drew McIntyre is their guy. That's what Raw. WWE is saying. For Raw. No, 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 no. For WWE. For Raw. When Drew McIntyre shows up on SmackDown, they're trying to say, oh, my God, look at this. Drew McIntyre is the guy that can push him over. And Roman shut him down. It was Roman saying, oh, no, no, hell no. You know what I'm saying? But that's still putting over Drew because he's putting that kind of energy like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I, I see and I hear if that's, if that's what you're true, saying. but let him. He should have won for Survivor Series then. If, that, if he's your top baby face. I get it. He won by heel tactics and all that. Like he had a protected loss, Drew. But you he know, have if to he, win. he, yeah, he does. To. No, he doesn't. If he don't have to win, that wins a lot. Like that's uh, not that's not what it is. Like since when do wins and losses really like you can you can lose and still look great in a loss and have that standing ovation and have people crying and being like, oh, we still love you. Oh, it's great. It's amazing. Like, we get that all the time in wrestling, man. He's the the best number two. So so The Rock Rock losing to Stone Cold when Stone Cold turned heel, he lost, but he's still like, we always put Stone Cold and The the Rock in that, like, 
Yeah, like, both of them like, were the faces of the company. Yeah, they had, like, three title reigns already, man. What's that again? I said The Rock already had, like, three title reigns already, though. In the big... Uh, n- not three title reigns when he... Because, okay, so X7 was The Rock's first title reign, if I remember right. And Stone Cold beat him on that one. And uh, Rock was a heel, Stone Cold was a face, right? Then the second time around was when... Stone Cold was like, I need this rock more than you'll ever know. At that point, I feel like that was maybe his second title reign. Yeah, that's when he had the the heavyweight championship, right? No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. Now, I think you, I think they only had one title at the time. When they I had that rematch, like I think it was yeah, just yeah, one yeah. title. I think it was just one title. But I'm just saying, like... You know, a loss for your babyface main guy or whatever. I don't know. I just it, it that that to me that's that's the whole kayfabe thing. Also going out the window. Like I don't care. You know, the wins and losses from that standpoint. Like even if you're the top guy, if you lose, it's almost better sometimes because you get people even more invested in what comes next. How do you come back? How does the hero come back and bounce back from this? That's Drew's story. Like, that's why I, when, when that match happened and Drew lost, I was like, oh, my God. You know, I want to see this again. And I want to oh, see yeah. them fight for I, the I, undisputed I title. Exactly. You know, merge the belts, you know, that's, and then Drew exactly. wins that matchup. No, like, build no, for the big thing. <laughs> I want the rematch. Yeah, man. Hey, hey, look. Great question, you know, brought up. And I think yeah. we we somewhat did we read the question one more time. I want to make sure we actually answered this question because I feel like we bounced around it and maybe maybe answered it. But I just want to make sure. So it's basically just a sum up is is they working on a tier system or like, <laughs> do you see a tier system or not? Is it all in one? Yes. You know, one tier system. Just everybody so you would say no. And I would say yes. But we're, we have two different opinions on how to define those tiers. Yeah. For me, it's like, okay, WWE champion, universal champion, and who are the main contenders there? And then you have the mid-tier being defined by United States champion and Intercontinental champion. And I could come up with about four or five names, both shows, to say, hey, this is the top tier on SmackDown. This is the top tier on Raw, all competing for the world title. Now, to the point of the question, um, you could see those guys bouncing around and say like a Kevin Owens, for instance. Like you said, you could see Kevin Owens. He, he fought here, but then, you know, give it four months. He could be fighting for the Intercontinental Championship. So, you know, you it, know it's... You know what? I think I'm still going to stick with my same... Same answer because, yeah, because the to your point, when you said when The Rock and Stone Cold, Stone Cold fought over the IC title because that's mid-card. You're right. It was mid-card. Mm-hmm. They were the, mm-hmm. the, you knew when somebody had that title back in the day, yeah. it was one step before that hit that main event. Nowadays... I see the U.S. There's it's, it's not you don't you don't have that same prestige like back in the day. And I, I remember when the Miz was trying to make that point. He was like, like, like back when Ultimate Warrior had it, you know, Randy, Macho Randy, when they had the IC, you knew they were one step right below it before they became the main event. So I'm, I'm thinking I'm applying the same 
logic right now since they look at the IC title, US title, like, like, you know, okay, and even main event people can drop the WWE title and come back to it, then yeah, it's all one tier system. Um, so, so one thing I was saying earlier was that, hey, okay, I'm defining it by the, the titles, right? Like using the Intercontinental and US title to define mid tier and then, or mid card. And then yeah. the top tier being defined by that group of guys that are fighting consistently over the WWE Championship and the Universal Championship. It's kind of a simple way to look at it, but I'm trying to, I like, I try to find like an easy way to define it. But when you look at John Cena, if you take that logic into effect, yeah, I mean, he was top tier for a long period of time, and he was the face of the company for a long period of time. But then there was a period where he dropped back and went and took the United States Championship and defended that, a mid-card title, and tried to add some prestige to the mid-card title. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for that, it's like, hey, I can't call John Cena mid-card because John Cena had elevated himself to main event WrestleMania, um, you know, big name star, um, you know, with the help of the company, too. It just wasn't him by himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and then when he went down to the, you know, ice or the United States Championship, it was like, well, but you have a guy who was like a former champion doing this. It's not like, you know, he's never been WWE champion, you know, never had that that top level, never reached that top level. So I think that's another kind of wrinkle on this for me is that, yes, I could define it by those belts. But I think there is something to be said about, hey, once you get the WWE championship, I think that that kind of elevates you to a certain status. And it's a little bit more nuanced than just saying, all right, you're fighting for the title. Now you're top tier and or you're fighting for the you know intercontinental or the U.S. And now you're mid card. It's it's a it's a tough question. I feel like it's one that we could probably spend a whole podcast talking about. Because there's a lot to it. I think, yeah, you know, I it, think about KO, like for WrestleMania last year, did you feel that he was still at that main event tier or was he at mid to at the mid card now? Like after he lost. And I don't think was, Kevin Owens has ever totally gotten to that top tier. I think he's a guy that's been teetering, but I don't think really? that the WWE has ever really like, like, let the brakes off and say, hey, man, we're going to let you have, like, one of these, like, awesome top-tier runs. Like, I feel like he's always, even when he was, like, I guess a case in point for me, mm-hmm. as much as I love KO, his championship, his, you know, WWE championship, or was it, it was WWE or Universal? Universal title run. It's not memorable. It's not a memorable run for me. You know, and then I I feel like the more memorable run was, well, when he was um, NXT champion and he debuted and was going against John Cena. That still, I think, to this day is like his best time, you know, and then post that being in WWE, he's had some awesome things with Jericho, you know, and some some other great matches. I mean, even stuff with 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 like Shane, you know, as much as I hated that Shane character. It was like, you know, it was something. Like, we saw some great stuff from KO. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I feel like with KO, he's not a guy that, you know, has ever truly kind of 
gotten to that point where I can say, yeah, he, he they they gave him the. It's like like Shinsuke. You know, I feel like as much as I love Shinsuke, and as much as I think Shinsuke could be a top tier guy, they've never put him in yeah. on that level. You I know, he would be mid card. You know, yeah. he's a mid card, mid tier guy. Unfortunately, yeah. in NXT, he was top tier, and then yeah. he went over uh, to you know to uh, SmackDown. And immediately became a mid card, mid tier type of guy, which sucks, but it is what it is. And never I probably, I probably, AJ I Styles, I would say, is top tier. Oh you yeah, know, hell yeah. I, and yeah. I don't care what belt he holds; I think he's top tier. But that's that's another thing. Like AJ Styles, you know, was fighting over the Intercontinental Championship not too long ago, but he reached that level, so that's a top tier guy that we have. Daniel Bryan, you know, some people would say, "Hey, man, Daniel Bryan's forever mid card." Not for me. Daniel Bryan is top tier as they come for me. He changed <laughs> everything. We talk about recognizable names and faces. Yeah. There are people, there were whole crowds doing that yes chant, you know, for sporting events and all sorts of stuff. So Daniel Bryan's another top tier guy. Like, I think that we do have that separation. It's just, I think the the issues in WWE right now aren't from the tier system. It's from the booking. I think there's a tier system. I just think that the tiers aren't as if you compare them to the attitude era, right? Those names don't compare to the names of today. The names of the attitude era, they're like they're legends. The names of today, they're trying to make their name still. So I can't they, there's no comparison. So there is a tier, it's just not to me, to me specifically. For you it's not, for me it is. There is a tier, but I can't. They're not comparing to Rock, Stone Cold, Undertaker, like those names. No. I want to debate this so bad, but we have five minutes left. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, <laughs> yeah, we, we gotta, gotta cap it. We gotta, we gotta wrap it. this up, sir. Yeah, yeah. We, we started recording at nine p.m. <laughs> it is about to hit two in the morning right now. <laughs> I think with it getting so late, too, man. Like. We're I just feel like AEW I, NXT that is out the window now. Yeah, so. no, that's not happening. That's not happening. I got, we got, I got like a now, two or so. three part episode. I'm about to <laughs> man. I'm about to edit the shit out of this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but great question. Uh, I Hell think yeah. you, you sparked a uh, you know yep. uh, just an old podcast on its own to just kind of break down the tier system. I'm gonna yeah. do some research, you know, and kind of do my my full breakdown on on I, the tiers of WWE. <sighs> Because I think that I would might be fun make to this do. segment. We might turn this segment just to this own episode if we get well, engagement like this. This I is... think we just need to do like a an episode around this and yeah. break down W because this question it kind of it was a great start to a debate, but I think you know trying to just off the cuff just you know no planning you know what's the thought process I think it's cool but now it's like all right. Let's really look at it. Let's let's pull out the rosters and let's say, hey, like, okay, what is the tier? How do you define it? Because that's that's the thing that I'm struggling with too. Even as I'm talking, I'm like, man, you could do it this way or that way. Like, I could look at it from this angle. But then the John Cena thing throws out the, hey, if you're fighting for Intercontinental, you're mid card. So yeah, it's just there's a lot to the question, but I love it, and I think that we're gonna. Table I think it. there is a tier, but. Yeah. That's, we're going to table. That's what we're going to do. We're going to have a proper debate, sir. Yeah. We're yeah. going to do our homework. We come yes. with stacks and facts. Yes. We're not going to debate yes. opinions. We're going to debate the facts. <laughs> we're going to do this the proper way. Yeah. This was opinion. <laughs> this was definitely the opinion oh, conversation. This is strong opinion. This is just strong opinion. I'm right, sir. 
You're ready to to be mad because you think I'm saying that Drew McIntyre is better than Roman Reigns. So, (laughs) (laughs) not my tribal chief. (laughs) Whoa, whoa. How dare you? Blasphemous, sir. (laughs) Oh, man. But yes, at the end of this, this was all. Thank you guys for the questions. Yes. That was awesome. Uh, you, really appreciate you. you. Let's keep this going because that was that was a lot of fun and definitely love the the fan interaction. We got so more questions, but you know we didn't know it was going to get this long. I promise we would get back to these questions when we recap AEW NXT on the next recording session. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. We'll we'll save these and add more too, and we may have to just do like a whole Q and A recording at at some point if we get enough questions in, because that that's that's pretty awesome. These questions and the debates that they sparked. But that is going to do it for this Royal Rumble recap. Congratulations to the winners, Edge and Bianca Belair. Yes. We are officially on the road to yes. WrestleMania and. Season three, yes. episode one of season three is in the book. So that's awesome. Yes. Definitely excited to kick off. What a way to kick off season three, too. Man, just this super recorded right here, man. Like, this is, <laughs> this is crazy. But before we go, as per usual, Devin, please, please tell the people where they can catch us. Yes, yes. You can always find us on the various social platforms. I will go down the list. You can find us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. We have a Facebook group called the Clark Street Wrestling Community page. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and I can't forget about TikTok as well. Yes, yes. And as you can tell, I'm kind of speeding this up because I got to, but there's only one website you can catch us (laughs) to. It's on the Clark Street Wrestling dot com website that's CarstreetWrestling.com. sd for the abbreviation we have all of our episodes we have all of our episodes over there connected to youtube as well and yes all of our episodes for season three will be in the books on youtube yes it is decided it is decided and with that said that is going to do it for this first episode of season three royal rumble recap 2021 for devin i'm hafiz we'll catch you guys next time peace all right guys that's it for the episode one for season three. We catch you next time on the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast.